your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Do you read the news before you share it with your followers online? New research suggests that Facebook and Twitter users were often too distracted to check if their posts were accurate, with many eager to share the news first. But uh, how much of what we are reading in that case is true? Well, joining me on the line is Dr. Mike Quayle from the University of uh, Limerick. And uh, good morning to you, Mike. How are you doing? Hi, Joe. So, I presume you are entirely innocent in this regard. You would never yourself have shared news online before reading it. Yeah, no one's innocent. Um, yeah, we all do it. Um, and is, is it is something that's in our inner being that we want to be the first to tell people and, and that's an impulse that's extremely strong? Yeah, Joe, I think... Um, you know, when you think about the way that human society has evolved, you know, learning what's going on is really important. You know, so um, people gossiping and sharing knowledge and sort of that knowledge passing through networks, that's that's been with us all through human history. As soon as we learned to talk, I think we started sharing misinformation. And what about the differentiation that often exists these days between the initial headline that somebody sees online and the story when they click through being quite different? Yeah, so I think that's a complicated uh, uh, issue because, you know, we're just using this technology, but we're not really aware of the extent to which we are at the the center of like a a technological and uh, uh, social process, right? So when we're on Facebook, we're located in the infrastructure of a company and their uh, main aim is to extract something from us. And the thing they're trying to extract from us is attention. But... Um, the information is being passed through the Facebook networks by other people, right? And those people could be working for the Irish Times or they could be working for the Russian disinformation uh, unit. So um, we don't know where that information is coming from or why it's crossing our stream. It's a very complicated thing that we're doing and uh, it's, it's no, no wonder that it's confusing to us. Yeah. I mean, research has found that Facebook and Twitter users were often too distracted to check if their posts were accurate. Uh, David Durand, a professor of brain and cognitive sciences at Massachusetts Institute of Technology, said this was not because they were immoral, but more likely because of the environment in which we consume news on platforms. Would you agree? Yeah, I'd I'd say, I mean, I I see no reason to disagree with that. And it's partly because when we're online on on a social media site, we're usually there for entertainment. You know, we're not wanting a bit of work for ourselves. We're wanting uh, to to quickly check the news, see what our friends are doing. Um, We we didn't sign up to do homework, did we? So um, by far the easiest thing is uh, when we see something that, that has like the vibe of being true, by far, far the easiest thing is to, to just pass it on. And I think that's um, made more difficult by the fact that social media sites sort of rely on uh, building a network of, 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 of trust. So, you know, we'll often get something that's passed by, uh, you know, someone known to us. And because they're known to us, it makes it feel like that information is trustworthy. But of course, if no one on the chain is really thinking about where does this information come from, uh, if no one in the chain is kind of checking the sources, then uh, disinformation can just pass through like wildfire.
Yeah, Dr. Yeah. Mike Quayle from the University of Limerick is uh, with us, I, and I'm, I'm one of these annoying secret Twitter users, and yeah. I never post ever. Yeah. Um, but you know, maybe partly to do with the job, kind of want yeah. to see what's going on in the world. Yeah. Um, but I, for various reasons, I, I had to switch uh, recently uh, onto uh, another Twitter account, and yeah. I was astonished at the stuff that was being directed towards me. Yeah. As in, as a, a again a new Twitter user having been on it for many years in another forum, yeah, I was amazed by it. Yeah. really, and some so, really odd, weird stuff. It's it's really surprising, like uh, t- to realize how much of the content that's being directed to you is actually based on your past history. Oh, and, great! And Thanks. Like, who, who, who you've connected to? Oh, that's Mike. You're <laughs> making. I'm having a really good day today. Last hour, someone was having a go at me. Now you are. <laughs> Didn't mean to throw shade at you, but it's, it's like when, when you when you um, when you, you sign up for a new account, you realise how much of what you're getting is based on on what the social media site thinks they know about you. Really? Uh, yeah. And Joe, you'd be surprised actually at how much um, you would get targeted once people know you're a journalist, or once people know that you have a following. Nah, they wouldn't ever. They, they honestly would never know. Yeah, but, you know, people at... at I'm at, almost at, tempted like, to set you the challenge of finding me on Twitter. You will not <laughs> succeed. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, maybe going back to, to what do you do when stuff comes through your feed? Well, I mean, part of the problem is that um, we've got all these people trying to grab our attention, right? So uh, we've got people in, in the newsrooms trying to write headlines that are going to grab us and get us to pass it through our network. So often the people writing the headlines actually haven't read the article themselves. So the headline really show, it, it really often has no resemblance to the, to the article. It's like they've tested these, these headlines in little networks and they've figured out which headline is going to pass through, which, which one. So they're kind of hacking our brains, right? Um, feeding us headlines that we're going to pass on without thinking. So the first thing you should do is stop. Um, you know, just take your finger off, off the share button. Um, if... And, the more, this is the weird thing, Joe, the more you want to pass it on, the more likely it is to be false information. Really? Yeah, that's the irony, right? Because uh, the, 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 the true information is usually boring. Well, not always. Not I mean, always. But, but, you know, given given the process by which they're creating uh, media, yeah. um, the media that's most exciting, that most presses our buttons, that most causes outrage or strong emotion, that's the stuff that passes through it the most easily because that's the thing we're most likely to click share on. Right. And uh, as a result, the thing that we're most likely to see is the stuff that we're most likely to share, the stuff that we're most likely to okay. share is the stuff that presses uh, our buttons. So are you better off then going directly to the website of trusted sources? Yeah, I'd say, I'd say the first thing you need to do is stop. The second thing you need to do is um, identify the sources. So there's a nice little uh, four-word, four what, what is it called? An acronym, it's, uh, S-I-F-T, SIFT. So the first thing you do is stop. Um, the second thing you do is identify your sources. Uh, the third thing you do is find better sources. Um, and I can't remember what the P stands for. You, these things are supposed to be easy to remember. Case claim. <laughs> like, yeah, I right. can't help you. You're the expert. <laughs> no one's going to remember this at all. But, um, the, the, the most important thing is slow down a little bit. The se- and, and then uh, check the information. Like we'll often get like an image that comes through uh, about like a, 
a shark and a, you know, swimming yeah. through the streets in a flood. If you just right-click that Im- image and do a reverse search, you can find that was actually circulated three years ago. Um, right. Uh, um, I, 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 but the truth of the matter, finally for now, Mike, is yeah. that this is with us. Um, yeah. it, it is everywhere. Yeah. And it is the reality not only for our generation, but for younger people who have never known anything else but yeah. this sort yeah. of social media. Yeah, and uh, Joe, I think I think younger people often get their news off TikTok. So um, the thought of going to a newspaper or, you know, some kind of journalism outlet like RCE, the thought of going there to get news just feels weird to them. So um, for many people, uh, social media is their primary source of news. So um, I think following people that you can trust and um, sort of slowing down a bit and waiting for the news to come from a more credible source who you have some confidence is actually checking their, their, their references. I think that's the important thing. All right. Well, listen, great to talk to you as always. Thank you very much. I hope you enjoyed the St. Patrick's Bank holiday weekend as well. That's Dr. Mike Quayle from the University of Limerick with some excellent tips there. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live.